Welcome to Do I Need Therapy? Get ready to receive valuable mental health tips and enjoy open conversations about life and love and when you need to ask for help. Let's reduce the stigma. I'm your host, Dr. April Landell, your go-to therapist for today's modern day. My guest experts and I are here to inspire you along your mental health journey and remind you, you are not alone. Hey family, this is Dr. April Andell, your go-to therapist for figuring out life in today's modern day and navigating your own journey with, hey, do I need therapy? Do I need help? Do I need support? Is it finally time? I'd love to be able to help you figure out that question for yourself. So first, just a little bit about me since this show is brand new. So I am a psychotherapist, technically a licensed marriage and family therapist, an LMFT that we refer to out in the professional sphere. So I Anytime you see those credentials, it's usually people trained in relationships, trained in families, trained in marriage, but it goes beyond there. Siblings, couples, um, you know, family, parents to child, all kinds of things. And it's a really powerful process of therapy when you go in and you're always considering about your relationships in life, the ties that bind, so to speak, right? That really, really molds so much of your identity. And when you're thinking about your relationships and what you want for them, when you want more for your most meaningful relationships, you're also thinking about, okay, are these relationships healthy? Are they strong? Are they moving forward? Are they positive? And these are the kind of things that LMFTs do provide. So that's where I come from, just a relationship expert here for you. And then on top of that, mental health. So at the most core of my profession, I am a mental health professional, and I'm always going to be guiding you inside of maintaining long-term successful mental health. This is what we're always going to be talking about on this show. And then hopefully, furthermore, we're going to be talking about demystifying the process of therapy and just knowing when is the right time to go for support. And just off the top of my head, I was just talking to a new potential client the other day, and they had shared that they had been thinking about going to therapy for years, years, not days, not weeks, not months, years. So wow, that is quite a heavy thing to be you know, walking around with. So if you have been in that time span family where you have been thinking to yourself, okay, is it time? Is it time? You know, days, weeks go by. Certainly can understand that. But when months and years happen, I really need you to go back to the drawing board and recognize that this is something that is very, very important, is vital to your mental health, vital to your well-being, is vital to how you're able to always rise to be your best self. When you have the support of a therapist, a counselor, a mental health professional, right there with you, it changes things. It opens your perspective because that person is going to be working hard. They're trained to listen to your experience and pull out patterns, pull out pieces of information, pull out details that perhaps you weren't aware of so that you can always move towards lasting change, towards hope. That's something I work so hard with my clients. How are we always working towards a solution, maintaining the hope, keeping it always positive and focused for a good and bright future, right? As a therapist, I have heard difficult stories. People have opened up and shared to me about their lives, and I'm so honored to hear from them when they're sharing with me these deep, dark things or these things that they've never talked to 
with anyone. When you are inside of processes like that, a therapist, a counselor, a mental health professional is going to help you bring it into the light. It's that process of releasing the shame, the guilt, those really intense, dark, heavy, negative feelings so that you can release it, have somebody witness it, and then be a part of your process for moving forward. That's what we're here for. That's what I am here for, for you, okay? I always want you (laughs) to be growing and moving forward to that goal. You know, here in the millennial age, the Gen Y, the Gen X, this whole thing is about living your best life. Absolutely, therapy, counseling is going to get you there. So if you've been struggling with this decision for years, most likely you do need therapy. And I really want you to get that support. So on to today's topics, I wanted to also talk to you real talk, right? About these really key reasons that I see in my clients over and over again that showcase that it is likely time to go to therapy now, immediately, currently. And just to preface that, I would like to ask, how is your mental health? Okay, when is the last time you have ever asked that question, been asked that question, considered that question, reflected with yourself with that question. How is your mental health? I really want you to think about that. And perhaps a few adjectives have come to mind, (laughs) a few pictures, you know, are you triggered every day? Or are you positive and bright? Are you light or are you heavy? How is your mental health? And I really want you to think about that because I believe that our mental health is very important to address intentionally and purposefully each and every day. Why do you ask? Because your mental health and your mental clarity are like mirrors to not only how you feel about yourself, but they also reflect the state of your relationships, your ambitions, your hopes, your dreams, and your life in full. They are soul reflections of all of that. Therefore, they are soul reflections of you. So when you have that strong mental health and mental clarity, most likely the mirror is that you are also in those realms. And when you don't have that, usually what's happening is you're struggling, you're going through a challenge, and you need to figure out a way to, to, to bust past it. So when evaluating your mental health, these are the five things that tell you you need therapy. One, the very first thing is you mentally beat yourself up. I see this with my clients all the time. You know, they go through a process where they they experience something in life. They have a bad day. They feel down. Whatever happens, they end up detrimenting themselves. They detriment their confidence. They lack the self-esteem of essentially, you know, who they are as a person. So if you end up berating yourself, you know, speaking really unkind things, you know, that really difficult, very nasty, negative self-talk, if you're lacking of patience or understanding of you, you know, or simply just not allowing yourself to make mistakes, ooh, my family, perfectionists, did you hear that one? Not allowing yourself to make mistakes, you are likely in need of therapy. So I really need you to hear that. Reason number one, if you mentally beat yourself up. Reason number two, excessive crying. When emotions start running high, I often tell my clients it, it kind of leaks out, <laughs> right? It leaks out through our tears. It's the body's natural emotional release mechanism. Some people cry all the time, so they're constantly 
you know, teary eyed, red eyed, and you know, you can always see that there's a lot of emotion driving them. So family, if that's you and you find yourself excessively crying, especially openly, that's really important for you to pay attention to. The people who worry me more are those who find themselves feeling very tearful and crying all the time and then they hold it in. So family, if that's you, if you constantly feel that emotional strain, if you can feel that difficulty of dealing with something and the tears coming to your eyes and then you don't allow those tears to fall, you don't allow yourself to stop and release in any way, I that's especially concerning. So if you find yourself crying or feel like crying at the drop of a hat uh, for no reason or crying for long periods of time or just crying for small things, perhaps you're not able to take on the small little things that you need to adapt to. It may always constantly feel overwhelming. If you have that excessive crying or tearfulness, it may be time for therapy. Reason number three, constant worry. So family, I'm talking to my worriers out there. I'm talking to my anxious people out there. (laughs) So I know that anxiety is very prevalent right now more than ever. Everything is so uncertain. We don't know what even tomorrow holds because every day something shifts. Every day things are changing and the normalcy of how we lived our lives all around the world, it's changed and we don't know when we're going to quite get back to that or if we're moving towards a new normal what is that going to look like so it's it's very it's very difficult so i completely 100% understand if you are struggling in this or perhaps you've figured out you know moving past the the really hard time of it where we're now a little bit more into the new normal but you still have that worry for the future for your future so when you experience feelings of worry feelings of dread even fear right because ultimately worry feeds into fear if you feel and experience these this worry dread fear regularly throughout your day likely something is chronic in your life meaning that it's constantly present without going away and this makes you feel threatened or it makes you feel insecure perhaps even unsafe and that's when your anxiety gets triggered and it gets triggered not only for that that leveled feeling of insecurity and you know not being safe feeling pressured or tense this is how anxiety can blow up into a major problem high anxiety can do this and another thing that happens is past traumas can resurface Also, unhealthy relationships can do this. If things keep popping up in your relationships, you're having the same problems over and over and over again, that can do it too. Even severe work stress can do this. And I know a lot of us, we're we're moving into online and different platforms to maintain our work. Or sometimes what's happening right now is some of us are struggling to even have and find work. So that's a whole other thing that is very, very difficult to deal with currently. When you're inside of that state of mind where you're in constant worry, it is so important to recognize that that is present, right? If you are operating more, then you have to put together and recognize, okay, how are you moving about in life? And if you are operating more out of that worry, that dread, that fear, rather than confidence or hope, 
or adaptability or flexibility, you likely need therapy. Reason number four, actions of avoidance. If you got things to do, (laughs) if you got people to see and places to go and then you're not doing it, that is avoidance, okay? If you're doing that on a regular basis, you can see yourself constantly pushing those things off, backburnering this, delaying that. That is avoidance, you know, classic avoidance. And if you're in that realm, then you have to really stop and consider why. What what is happening? Why do I constantly backburner everything? Why do I procrastinate so much? It could be related to where your emotions and where your balance center is or actually isn't. If you're constantly avoiding things, it's potentially this process where you are too much in your emotion. You're too much in the process of any of the above, especially the worry or perhaps the fear, the anxiety. Maybe even you have levels of depression But if you are not doing more than doing, if you are delaying more than taking action, you may need therapy. Finally, reason number five, feeling hopeless. I know this is a big abstract, but it's absolutely gigantic. The aspect of hope is so significant. Hope is what keeps us living brilliantly. It is our faith that things will turn out right. It is our faith that things are meant for us and only us. It is our faith that whatever happens was meant to be. It is our faith that we can handle anything and then keep hope that our futures will be strong, bright, positive. Our futures will finally, you know, give back to us, will reward us, will officially mirror all the efforts that we put in will be full and rich. So having that hope is very necessary to really truly engaging in life. And when you don't have that, when you miss hope, when you lack hope, it can feel like it's yet another detriment. And if you do not see hope or a way out of your emotions or your situation, If you don't see that light at the end of the tunnel whenever you're going through a struggle or a challenge, this can actually very, very much darken your soul. It can darken your spirit because you don't see a way out, right? You can't see the light. So family, if you are feeling hopeless, right, you really need to stop and pay attention. Give that time back to yourself because that's a point where it's gone too far, essentially, Oftentimes in these moments, depression is prime to set in. So a lot of times depression can actually become, move from a mild depression to a major depression in such cases. And if that's you, family, this is the time. This is the time. So if you're feeling hopeless, if you're feeling hopeless and you realize you've transitioned into levels of depression, you absolutely likely, most likely need therapy. And in fact, I'll go one more point and say that this often is one of your best indicators that you most certainly need therapy. So family, if any of those hit for you again, don't spend another day without the support. You start today. So once again, you mentally beat yourself up, excessive crying, constant worry, actions of avoidance, and feeling hopeless. 
If you've recognized yourself in any of these five reasons, it is time. I don't want you to hesitate any longer. But don't worry, it's not just you who hesitates. A lot of people do. Others feel this all the time. Like I said, the person I just spoke with, they had this feeling for years. I don't want you to go a day longer. And I often recommend platforms, you know, out there online on my website. So just go and check out the links on resources. So many are out there available to you, including myself. So I hope that was helpful to you and you can have some resources just to simply take your next step. Final thing is just to remind you that if, again, you find yourself in any of those five things that tell you you need therapy, you can overcome it. Those things are only temporary. They are not permanent. They are not forever. You can do this. And trust me, when you take the next steps, your future self will be so grateful. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Do I Need Therapy? If you did, please tell a friend and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're tuned in. If you're always on Instagram like myself, come check out my page. I've got lots of tips and tricks on life and mental wellness. Ask me your questions. Plus, tell me what's on your mind, even if you need to figure out if you need therapy. And for my Facebookers and all my Twitter peeps and my Pinterest pinners, I'm online there too. In fact, I'm everywhere at April and Dell. Meantime, I can't wait to chat with you again on the next episode. So, till then, peace, love, and mental wellness. Coming, coming, coming.